I'm so shy. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Adrian. And I'm Kate. And this is what the Who Now podcast where all the bad bitches come to discuss. So um today we have a special guest. Special guest. Special What's guest. That? It's our uh good buddy old pal Nita. Nita. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay so it's, let's give let's give a little backstory yeah on where it comes from in our life yeah so um back in the day um i loved instagram you know and i was put in some random ass group chat with some little ass kids and this is like maybe like 2016 i want to say i was still in high school and it just so happened to be uh, in the group chat and playing fortnite that is both where i also played fortnite <laughs> Right? Yeah. Am I wrong? No, that is not what happened. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. We got a liar? We were, on, we were on a house party, me and my homies, and then all of a sudden, Miss Adrian comes and joins in there, and she's just chopping it up with me and, me and my friends, and then she's like, oh, I like her, and then after that, we just started talking more, and now we played Fortnite. Yeah, we played Fortnite. Yeah, okay, I was like, wait, yeah, see? Yeah. Similar, similar story. Similar, something, something like that. But yeah, eventually met from like Instagram mutuals. Same way I met Kate actually. Hmm. That's how I met Kate. You. Yeah. You. <laughs> so what? What are your thoughts about online friends and how like I I personally feel a lot of people, in at least our generation, however that is, uh, meets a lot of people online like, a lot of friendship form that way. What are your thoughts on that? Nita, go for it. Well, I mean, I think it's a it's a really common thing nowadays, and I'm all for it, honestly. Like, I think a lot of parents and stuff can be concerned about, like, oh, who are my kids talking to and stuff, but I feel like the way that online friendships happen nowadays, like, I don't think that's as big of an issue just because of how, like, accessible FaceTimes and phone mm-hmm. calls and everything are. So I don't think it's as much as much of a safety concern as it was before. And mm-hmm. I think it's a great way to, like, branch out and meet a bunch of new people, build connections like that. No, literally. I remember, um, I think it was, like, probably freshman, sophomore year of high school. That's when I really started getting into, like, Twitter, Instagram, and, like, meeting people online that way. And, like, all my real-life friends would clown on me so much because I'd be in, like, group chats with these people that I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. this one lives in, like, the UK. This one lives in Brazil. This one lives here. This one lives in New Jersey. This one lives up north. Like, all these different things, and they'd be like, why are you even talking to these people? Like, you're never going to see them. Mm-hmm. No, like, exactly. it was always a thing. But it's like, I felt closer to those people than I did, like, people I was hanging out in real life, which was such a weird, like, thing for me. But now I feel like it's so normal, especially since, like, the whole shutdown happened with COVID. Like, everyone's kind of forced to be online with each other to where it's, like, it's kind of become more of a normal thing, which I think is super awesome. Yeah, a thousand percent. Like, I think similar to you. I started, like, making online friends. I think I remember my first online friend was from Instagram, and I was, like, in the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, someone who was, like, also from the Bay. It was cool, you know, like. Um, so I think it's a super common thing now. But, like you said, Nita, I think a lot of parents have concerns, like, how do you know that person's real? And I just want to, I want to say it. But now, if you get catfished, bro, like, you're just not doing the research. That's embarrassing, yeah. No, literally. You're just not doing the research, like. Yeah, that's there's funny. FaceTime, there's Zoom, Skype, all that stuff. And like Yeah, like someone can't be dodging you that hard to the point mm-hmm. where they they can't do like anything about that. Exactly. At this point, just stop talking to them if they're not trying yeah. to show your face. Like here's here's the thing though. 
Do you believe that nowadays there are different levels of being catfished? Because oh, I think definitely. so. What do you mean? Like a like, personality you know, you catfish? Can, like, call someone a catfish and like, oh. they could just like look different. But they're, People they're who look different in person. Instagram pictures than in real life? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just come for my neck. Come for my neck. Okay. <laughs> um, no, yeah. There's definitely personality catfishes. Like, some people be funny as hell on Twitter and then they're the most boring person I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah. Or some That's people, some like, stuff. just don't shut up but have <laughs> no type of, no type of energy on social media. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny, actually. Like, I personally, I don't think I'm necessarily a catfish, but I do believe that I romanticize my life on social media to where if someone's <laughs> to meet me, they'd assume my life is like that all the time. But in reality, it's only like that maybe 5% of the time. Well, I feel like that's kind of the point of social media, though, no? Literally. Like, you yeah. post all your, all your good moments, or at least most people do. You know I mean? Unless you're a water sign, then you're just... Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> unless you're a water unless sign. You're Adrian, yeah. Yeah, unless you're a water sign, you're just posting every time you're down bad. Because you're always okay. down bad, you know? But remember when, like, Instagram was first a thing and people would go on there and, like, post, like, a meme they found? Like, I remember my very first Instagram post was a picture of a glass of water. Like, Instagram <laughs> no, was developed so much. Like, it would always be like, oh, hashtag besties for life, best friend Friday, like for a rate. Like, huh? Yes, yeah. yes. No, it literally changed so much. Was, like, a One Direction meme yeah. or something like that. No, and and now Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Now Instagram's like all like romanticized. We were just talking about it too. Like I used to post my frappuccinos from Starbucks like it was something special. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, best believe it tastes real good. But now I would not go posting my frappuccino. No. Yeah. Piggyback though on the uh, personality catfish. I feel like Loki. I am one. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm so funny on social media. Like, you don't think you're funny in real life? You just life? want people to suck you right now, huh? No, yeah, literally. <laughs> no, like, I don't. I think, want to hear them compliment my personality. I think if someone, if someone just like met me, they would think I was boring because I do, I do be a little like. Well, I feel like that's different though because like once you're person. comfortable with someone, like the way you're comfortable yeah. with us, like we know that you're funny. We know you have a like a sense of humor, and yeah. it exactly. matches it matches what we see on your Twitter. But that can't be expected for everyone that you just like meet right away. Mm-hmm. So like, is I'm, everyone a catfish then? No. See, I think that's like a way of saying like. I don't think you can call someone a catfish unless you actually, like, know them, know them. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least a personality catfish. Like, you can call someone a catfish for how they look, but, like, personality-wise, if you don't know them, you don't know them. Does catfishing really, like, since it could be, like, a personality type of catfish thing, does it really only go to online? Because if you think about it, think about how when some people hang out with one person and they go hang out with someone else, personality switches. But that's a code switch that has to do within, like, the forms of communication and, like, group settings that you're in right like say if you're in a you're in an academic setting and you meet friends like from school there's like a already like a common interest or like a common not common but like maybe a standard you hold yourself to when you're in that area of school right but then when you're out partying with your childhood friends who know like I don't know who knew you when you were wearing some glow-in-the-dark sneakers you know you could obviously like they saw you armpit farting when you're in the third grade you're probably going to do at some point when you're drunk but you're not going to do that around like you know what I'm saying? So it's very much like a code switch type. It's like very similar with true. language. Like you don't talk to your boss the same way you talk to your homies or you don't talk to your homies the same way you talk to oh, your parents. Sometimes it slips up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just think every person has like a lot to them. Mm-hmm. And because social media is just a plat like these platforms that outlet to all the people you share it with that mm-hmm. come from different groups, then it probably does make it seem like, oh, you act like one way online. Yeah. Like, there's probably people who do see, like, that actual personality come out. This is true. Um, 
but like I said, like my boss is not gonna see me talk about wanting to date Nick Jonas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like a true. big part of it too is that like on online and stuff, you have an edit button, you have like a delete button, you have Oof. all these different. <laughs> Thank God, <laughs> I'm besties with that delete button. But yeah, speaking of um, school and friends in school and all that stuff, what's our opinions on dating through high school and slash or in the college scene? <laughs> See, so I'm I'm the oldest in this in this chat right now. I'm going into my last year of college. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and it is just starting her college life, and like me personally, if I could redo like end of high school high school college whatever i would go into single yeah one thousand percent like if i could give any advice to anyone going into college go into single yeah so i'm gonna my... i'm gonna leave your advice alone for that <laughs> <laughs> period um i personally i remember like at the end of college not at the college at the end of high school like seeing the people at graduation their little couples taking their little pictures together i was like oh kind of sad because I wasn't like in a, an official official relationship and then once I got into college like obviously the first month I was kind of like oh kind of lonely and then looking back on it now I'm like oh thank god I wasn't in a relationship yeah like because um, I feel like especially during that transitional period it's like very telling as to how you're gonna like behave as a person it's like if you are in a relationship and concerned about that relationship as you're trying to transition from being a high schooler to a whole college student which is like a whole other life Mm-hmm. that could mess with you a little bit yeah just those mini transition transitions already is like a lot to mm-hmm. I guess take in <laughs> I know for me going from high school to college that first month and a half was literally the worst like I was crying every day like it's just like you're literally like going from a high school where you know damn near everyone to mm-hmm. knowing damn near no one yeah I don't know I just just go into school single. Like, I don't know how yeah. else to say it. Like, Okay, but, like, how do you feel about, like, high school relationships? Like, you're a sophomore in high school. I was never in an actual relationship in high school until my senior year. Okay. Uh, I didn't date in high school, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. I mean, I always had a friend. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, but we're not talking to people and stuff, but, like, I feel like there's a lot bigger priorities and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah. If you're, like, actively, like, looking for something when that's, like, your main focus, then you're doing it wrong. I agree. And I feel like you're so young when you're in high school that you, and you think you're so old. Like, you think you know everything when you're in high school. Mm-hmm. Literally at the age of 14, you can't even drive yet. And you swear <laughs> you know, you know how the roads work, you know? Um, so trying to navigate a relationship, and I feel like even right now I see my sister and she's, like, in whatever relationship she's in and maybe acting so old like maybe going on dates and hanging out whatever and And fighting and fight yeah the fights Mm -hmm. though I'm like what do you have to fight about like yeah like you don't have any I'm just like so close-minded but like the fights be so bad and then (laughs) it goes into social media with the blams it goes into like he said she said then all their homies get involved And, like, not saying that doesn't happen. No. And, yeah, not saying it doesn't happen in adult relationships, but never to that degree. Because there's, Mm -hmm. like, they're still very immature, very young. Not saying this is all relationships, but it's, I think it's easy to go into bad habits that can grow to toxic relationships. 
yeah no it's so and true I, and I I still think it could happen too like when you're entering college like you're still trying to navigate yourself and what the hell you want to do especially in that first year or two so having like another person who also thinks they know everything about the world <laughs> and trying to tell you that they know everything for the world like it's it's easy to just get into these habits where you're like I want to make my partner happy so I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that if you are getting into a relationship at that time in your life like you just got to hope it's with someone who you're comfortable enough with to be able to do the things you want to do without concern of them leaving or getting upset period end of the day I don't know if it was just because like my personal experience I mean being in the time of COVID when I actually got into uh, a relationship well at least my it's my first relationship um yeah, like I said, I didn't date in high school or anything. So maybe just having that uh, extra time to transition, I think that helps mm-hmm. a lot. And honestly, I mean, I still haven't been to school yet. I leave in about a month now. And I don't really know what's going to happen from that point forward. But already being uh, away from my person for so long, I don't think that the transition relationship-wise is going to be as big of a difference uh, as opposed to like if you're being with your person like every single day obviously Mm -hmm. that's like a tough hitter but um I think communication is obviously the most important part like being able to talk about like uh what you're gonna be doing or what you like want from that relationship in that moment Mm -hmm. is important and then also like being able to balance all of your priorities all together and being able to actually prioritize like your education because, like, even though I'm in this relationship, like, of course, my number one priority is my education. And that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. I so, appreciate that. So I had maybe, like, a month and a half of actual in-person schooling where I was, like, single. And during that time, there was really no difference in when I was in a relationship and not a relationship in terms of like what I was doing, like it wasn't like I was going and seeking out people and stuff like that. And in that kind of sense, but I felt like I didn't have this, like, I didn't have this guilt. And I think this just says more on the relationship that I was in at the time. It, I didn't have any doubt, not doubt guilt about like not being as attentive to the person or like mm-hmm. not checking in because I'm going out having fun and I like see that a lot in like relationships that I'm around I guess Mm -hmm. like in terms of like friends that I have observed or like some family members in terms of relationships when you're younger Mm -hmm. right because I think like I said when you're so young you get so like infatuated with your partner so you know it's easy to get lost in the sauce (laughs) you know in a sense where you can't take time for other things or people or whatever because that's like what you're so into mm-hmm. and it does happen in older relationships but Thank I you. think it, uh, it, it happens in different more... like ex- it's, it happens to a different extent yeah exactly or where there's like that mutual understanding or open communication without there having to be a fight like mm-hmm. there's been so many times that I've heard like oh, I don't want to bring it up because I don't want to pick a fight like what? Mm-hmm. Just bring it up. It's not gonna be a fight. Yeah. And if it, it is, that's just telling in the direction that relationship's going in. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
I still think people should go into college single. Like, if you are a senior and you're going to a different school, even if you're going to the same school as your significant other, just cut it freaking off. Let yeah. let each other bloom. Let each other spread each other's wings. If y'all find each other later in that life or whatever, then it's meant to whatever. But just break up. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, like, opposites on that scale. I'm going to be honest with you. Because really? I'm the type of person, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you, I'm the type of person where it's, like, if I'm in a situation or a relationship and I feel, like, I know, like, something's right about it, like, it feels right, everything okay. feels good, I think I it's good for me. I hear that argument every time. And here's the thing, every time you like someone, there's obviously something you like about them where you think, like, this could maybe turn into something. Uh, actually, I take that back, because there were yeah. definitely situations no. where I was like, no, this is not going to turn into something. Okay. okay yeah, there are back. definitely different situations, because... I personally have been in a situation where I felt in my heart and like I knew I was like yeah this is good like because I think it I think it could go well type of thing um and like end of the day it's like you you never really know for sure but like I'm the type of person where if I have that feeling and like I feel it in my heart then I'm gonna like keep it going I'm not gonna cut it off just because I'm like oh maybe I want to go to a party and I don't want to be held back okay but that's just me well, I mean, like, I've definitely been in, like, a situation where I'm like, this is good for now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I see, I, like, I think that's more about, like, your priority in the relationship because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that are, like, like, have that idea, like, oh, this is this is good for now. Like, this isn't anything, like, that I'm, like, stressed about. Yeah. And it's just kind of, like, if it, if it works out, it works out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think if you're with someone and your mindset's like a little bit different to the point where you're like, this is going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. like this yeah. is my future. Then, I mean, I don't want to let that go. I don't give two fucks about some college party or anything like yeah. that. Like I can still go to a college party, not uh, be like stressed yeah. about That's... my significant other being not there. So to go off of this topic a little bit, talking about doing things in college, experiences in college, when you were little, not even little necessarily, when you were like starting high school, maybe in middle school, what was your like ideal college experience? What did that look like for you? And how does that compare to how it's been so far? Because I know mine is way off. <laughs> okay, you start then, you start. Um, well, when I was younger, I definitely, I wanted to go to the same college my dad had gone to, super like difficult to get into I had all these dreams all these goals I was like oh maybe I'll try a sorority maybe I'll live here maybe I'll do this had all these ideas I'm like oh I'm gonna travel so much I'm gonna do all these things and then instead I go to a college that's five minutes away from my house um (laughs) lived on campus for like two months and then everything then I started taking online classes and then COVID happened and then boom (laughs) at home all done And it's, like, not necessarily that I wasn't open to still having those other experiences, like, going out and all that stuff. It's just I don't feel like I was at the right place to do that. Like, I personally put myself in an environment where it's, like, I, like I said, I was five minutes from home. It's not like I was stepping outside my bubble. Mm -hmm. Like, if I really wanted to have, like, the true college experience that I had set myself up, like, my mindset for, I probably should have gone at least a little bit farther away. (laughs) and force myself to put myself in those social situations and 
explore more and do all that stuff but end of the day I didn't and I'm not upset about it because I do feel like just in the last few months I have had quite a few experiences that I feel like are very um college-y like mm-hmm. things you see in movies um which I'm actually very grateful for because I feel like I never really got the chance to experience those um while I was going to school in person so mm-hmm. yeah I think when I envisioned myself in college I thought I don't know why I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to live in, like, a nice little apartment near campus. Gonna get nice. I don't even like coffee. I was like, I'm going to get coffee in the morning with the friends. For some reason, I wanted to join a sorority when I was in high school. And then when I got to college, like, the whole Greek life really just turned me off. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I am not doing that. I'm sorry, but no. No offense to anyone in Greek life. It's just not for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um my and I was, I was like I'm gonna find like my homegirls in college all my friends from college are guys <laughs> all my college friends are guys best of guys though like top tier men love them to death um so to say my college that I had envisioned compared to what it is now so different absolutely yeah. so different and I don't know why but I envisioned for classes it'd be like very much like I'm practicing the career that I want to be in not oh, yeah. saying you know like more hands-on more like direction I guess mm-hmm. and maybe it's just the the major that I chose and how broad it is I feel like I'm learning the same thing just in different codes you know like no, literally yeah so same thing different fonts exactly that's what I that's exactly what I meant sorry um but I I would say I do I like the way it's steered like I like the job like the college jobs I have um I do feel like a college student mm-hmm. and I also feel like some of the things I learn like at work gives me more of like the oh yeah this is what I thought college was gonna be like mm-hmm. um but it's funny because like you I think I experience more like collegey things outside of campus no yeah um, I also think I just always envision my life as some like sitcom. No, yeah, episode. everyone does. So, like Glee when they go off to like New York. That's what I want in my life. Yeah, no, exactly. I thought I'd be breaking out into song like every twenty minutes. Yeah. Also, no one ever tells you how big these college campuses are. Why does it take me so long to get to class? <laughs> Maybe you're just slow. No, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I. The high school I went to was one building. It was one building. Three three floors, but one building. So it would take us maybe, like, three minutes to get to the next class. Five if I mm-hmm. really wanted to lollygag. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I – my first semester, I was stupid, and I was like, I want to have an 8 a.m. class, and I was a commuting student. Yucky. The commute was, like, an hour and a half, though, because of freaking Bay Area traffic. Um, So I'd have one class that ended at, like, I think, like, 10.15, and then next class would start at like 10.25 or something like that. Maybe it was like 10.30. But I would be late to those classes because the I didn't know what my campus looked like. I didn't know these building mm-hmm. names. It was across the campus. And I am, the school I go to is a very, like, it's a pretty small campus. So the, the fact that the classes were so far in that small gap killed me. Mm-hmm. Literally yeah. killed me. I had two campuses. They were like a block apart. You've seen there's, like, the one campus, and there's the other campus, like, a street and a half over. 
um, to where I somehow my first year registered for all my classes on one day, they would be in the same section of campus and then they would be on the other campus. And so I just take the little trolley that they had. So that was nice. But if yeah, there was a trolley, it's like Disneyland. Um, so if, uh, but then my second year, uh, uh-uh, that's when I got a scooter and people would laugh at me because I'd be riding my electric scooter to the other campus. And I was like, Hey, I'm getting there a lot quicker than you. <laughs> so, I'd probably still laugh at you though. All right. So, <laughs> so Nita, you had mentioned that you were going to school in like how many weeks now? Like a um, month? Just about a month. A week. Now, yeah. So your whole college experience so far has been online. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, like, expectation going into now being in person? Like, how do you think it's going to be, especially post, like, COVID lockdown stuff? Like, what are you expecting? Do you have any expectations? So I think before COVID happened and everything, I already had a lot of expectations set for my first year of college. Mm -hmm. Um, I was expecting, you know, move out of my parents' house, to move two hours south of where I live, be more independent, be on campus, five minutes from the beach, meet a bunch of different people and everything. And mm-hmm. then COVID hit, and that threw everything for its twist, just because all of a sudden, I'm not on campus, I'm not taking classes in person, I'm not with any of my peers. Mm-hmm. And I think, like a lot of other um, college students, and well, I mean all students, that hit us a lot harder than it maybe would have hit uh, some adults and mm-hmm. not just in the physical ways but in like the mental ways um, mm-hmm. there was a lot that I had hopes for that were all of a sudden not hopes anymore and it was just not an option mm-hmm. and that really sucked so I mean I feel like I learned a lot about myself in the last year but I feel like I lost out on a lot of experiences that I wanted to have yeah and so I mean I do have expectations for this upcoming year but those already have have been taking a twist. I thought I was going to be living on campus still just to come to find out that my university is no longer um, guaranteeing housing for second years. So now I've been in this process of trying to find off-campus housing, which has been absolutely insane with the whole crisis going on in the city. So it's been, it's been a little bit more difficult than I could have imagined. I mm-hmm. now know where I'm going to be living, but it's not on campus. It's not five minutes away from campus. It's like a good 15 minute drive, mm-hmm. um, which honestly doesn't seem like a big issue, but then learning about like the the parking situation on campus and everything oh. is difficult. Trying to mm-hmm. find out what I want to change my major to because now I've realized that I'm not too sure if what I have right now is going to be a real option for me just based mm-hmm. on this past year. Um, So a lot of different changes are happening. I'm not really too sure how they're all going to go. My school's not really a big party school anyway. So Mm -hmm. um, not really too focused on uh, the social aspect of it. I'm sure I'm not really too concerned about making friends or anything like that. Like, Mm -hmm. it'll happen. Props to you. No, for real. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Can't even imagine. Fortnite. Do we think it's weird that girls play Fortnite and stream? Fuck no. Think... That shit's sexy. Hell no. That's the yeah. sexiest trait about me. Mm, yep. And it's fat ass. No, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. To some of these men out there, they're real impressed when I say, yeah, I play Fortnite. But yeah, bottom line, Fortnite, awesome. Period. Yeah. Uh, Twitch, better than Tinder. Twitch.tv slash SparkleBaby. SparkleBBY. SparkleBBY. Watch it. Stream it. 
Love it. Enjoy Should we wrap it, up subscribe. at the shower? <laughs> All right, I'm Adrian. And I'm Kate. And I'm Nida. And this is the What the Who Now podcast where the bad bitches come to discuss. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Peace. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs>